Welcome to Sync Mind. All you have to do is close your eyes and listen. For a better experience, please use headphones. To what extent are you conscious? It's well below one percent. When only one percent of your activity is conscious, your life is accidental, that's what it means. So that is what is happening with life. This is why so much stress, so much fear, because largely it is happening unconsciously. What you're doing, what your body is doing, what your energies are doing, what your thought is doing, emotion is doing, very small speck people are conscious of, rest is unconscious. If you increase the size of what is conscious, suddenly it feels like everything is in your hands. If you can consciously conduct your body in every way, fifteen to twenty percent of your life and destiny will be in your hands. If you can consciously conduct the thought process, forty to fifty percent, along with thought, emotion also, if you conduct it consciously, anywhere between forty to seventy percent of your life will be… life and destiny will be in your hands. If you can conduct your very life energies consciously, one hundred percent of your life and destiny will happen the way you want it. If you become available to a dimension of intelligence within you, which is beyond you, which is… we call it chitta, you can call it grace, you can call it whatever. If you become available to grace, you not only are in charge of your life and your destiny, you can also take charge of the life and destiny of a million people around you. This is available to a human being. Will a human being explore these dimensions or do they want to be just eat, sleep, reproduce and die one day? It's up to them. But no matter who you are, what kind of work you do, how much money you have, what you do, you can try to forget it but mortality is hanging in your face, isn't it? Most people don't get it unless a doctor gives them a terrible diagnosis or they get very old. But isn't it true, as you inhale and exhale, if the next inhalation doesn't come in, you're gone? Poof! So fragile this life is, at the same time it's so sturdy how many things a man can do? But, woof, it'll be gone. When we are here, <laughs> we think we are everything. What we don't understand is, as you sit here right now, countless number of people have walked and sat on this planet like you and me. Where are they? All topsoil. This will also become topsoil, unless somebody chooses to bury you real deep, fearing you may raise from the dead. It's a brief life, it's a very brief life. Especially if you're joyful, it's a very, very brief life, extremely brief life. But the immensity of what a human being can be, this time that's allotted for us is too, too little. But in that people get bored and they kill themselves. Without ever exploring the nature of what this life is about, simply because People's 
physiological and psychological drama has bigger than the existential realities in which we are. That's because they don't know how to act in their life. Believe me, those who are successful are suffering a lot more than those who are not so successful. I'm constantly working with business leaders around the world and I see most successful people have the longest faces. People's psychological drama, what you think and feel becomes bigger than the creation. Because of that, life gets all messed up. After all, it's your thought, you can make it any way you want it. After all, it's your emotion, you can make it any way you want it. But that freedom and that awareness is not there simply because less than one percent of it is conscious. Best is all in reaction to something else. Essentially, karma means action. As I said, four dimensions of action. In the physical world, action naturally has a consequence. It is not like somebody is sitting up there and they're going to punish you for this or that. You said if a consciously negative karma… See, what is negative and positive is not in the action, it is in the volition, it's in the intention. An inner situation is only by intention. Intention is fixed, everybody thinks what they're doing is great. Can determine your destiny, you should, that's what being human means. See, if you had come here like any other creature on this planet, they have compulsive cycles. They live by that, it's okay for them because that's all they're capable of. Once you have come as a human being, everything that you can do, actually if you look at your life, you're not doing anything very greatly different from what the other creatures are doing. They are born, you are born, you grow up, they grow up, they, re they reproduce, you reproduce, they die, you die. Nothing very different, but these same simple things, we can conduct them consciously. That is the significant thing about being human. The moment you conduct it, let's say you conduct your hand consciously, now this hand will do what you want, isn't it? You won't simply sit here and do like this. Now this will hand will do what you want. Suppose you conduct your thought consciously, now your thought will do what you want. If your thought was doing what you want, how would you keep yourself blissful or miserable? If you are blissful, would you go in search of happiness? So these things that people think are the greatest things in their life to be peaceful, joyful, nonsense wouldn't mean a thing to you because you're blissful. But you can't say that to them, they'll feel insulted. But essentially, if your thought and emotion was taking instructions from you, you would keep yourself in the highest level of pleasantness, whatever that is, isn't it? If that happened, if that happened, your entire life process will come to an ease, total ease. Right now this is because you have to… you're a crouching tiger. You have to go get something, always. There is nothing to get, if you sit here your life is complete. Now it's at ease, total ease. When it's in this kind of ease, it will become perceptive. Now, just pursuing a profession, making money or even being joyful or being loving or falling in love, nothing means anything to you because just sitting here, the highest level of pleasantness is happening to you. So what would you do with that life? 
naturally you would explore something that is not in your perception right now. This is how spiritual process begins. This is how you take charge of your life. Now you wish for something, it happened. I want you to know this, for most people at least fifty percent of what they wish happens. It is just that they are focusing on a few things that did not happen. If you want to be fair, in a reasonably well-settled society, ninety percent of what they wish happens, it is the ten percent they're complaining about. Hello? Isn't it so? Ninety percent of your life is happening the way you want it. The ten percent you're cribbing, you're never enjoying the ninety percent because this ten percent did not happen the way you want it. So already, to a large extent, you are in control of your destiny. A little is going off, but that little can bother you. It's like you drove hundred kilometers properly. Let's say you have to drive hundred kilometers. Ninety kilometers you went properly where you want to go, at the ninety-first kilometer you crashed. Still it's not good, isn't it? So that's why they're complaining. I'm not saying they're complaining for nothing. Because at ninety kilometers everything went well, just before reaching something crashed. So they still suffer for that. Now, right now this is because situations are happening around us. Not all situations will ever happen the way we want it. Because situation is not just me. Situation is so many people involved, so many forces involved. All of them need not happen my way. But if I am happening my way, I am blissful. Whichever way it happens, you are blissful. Now when you say you are in pursuit of happiness, what this means is, you want all of them to function the way you want. Then you will be happy. Now when we say, if this happens, I will be happy, if that happens, I will be happy, what it means is, the world should function, the universe should respond your way. If you take charge of this, now you are not in pursuit of your happiness, you are not tense about anything, there is no, pr you know, sword hanging on your head, you will do everything to the fullest to the hilt because you don't care what happens. Whatever happens, you will be still fine, this much you know. Now you will naturally do everything wonderfully well because there's absolutely no concern because you're not a vested interest anymore. You will do what is needed without any effort. So what somebody thinks is a great circus and a feat, you will do it joyfully, playfully. When Adi Yogi was asked by the seven sages who are today known as the Saptarishis, they asked, where does the universe begin? Where does it end? How big is it? What is it? So he laughed and said, I can pack your entire cosmos into a mustard seed because what you think is time and space is because of the nature of your mind. What is there? If you transcend the limitations of your own logical mind, what is there is here, what is here is there, what is then is now, what is now is then, everything, time and space gets all mixed up in your perception. So when this happens, now you won't be talking to the universe. This idea of time and space comes to you because you're working within certain limitations, functioning within certain limitations. See, in the yogic way of looking at things, generally, 
how modern physics also is moving towards this direction at a very top level, but generally the textbooks physics that you read in the high school says because there is distance, because there is space, it takes certain amount of time to get there. Isn't… isn't this how you understand? Now from here you have to drive to your home. Because there is distance, because there is two kilometers, it will take so many minutes. No, that's not how creation is. Because there is time, there is distance. Doesn't make any logical sense to you. Because time is of two different types. The way you know the time right now, you understand the time because something here is going in cyclical moments. You understand what is a day, what is a night, what is today, what is tomorrow, simply because the planet spun once. Or if it… the moon goes around, we say it's a month. If the planet goes around the sun, we say it's a year. Essentially, your understanding of time is cyclical in nature. Anything that moves cyclically, by that you come to the understanding what time it is by counting that. Suppose nothing was cyclical, how would you know time? But still there was… Be, there would be time, isn't it? So in your experience right now, only cyclical dimension of the physical seems like time to you because your whole experience of life right now is limited to your physical nature in the sense. You know life only by seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting and touching, isn't it? If you could not see, hear, smell, taste or touch right now, you would have no experience of life, either of what's around you or even yourself. It happens to you when you fall asleep that you are not seeing, you are not hearing, you are not smelling, you are not tasting, you are not touching, neither the world exists nor you exist. But if you transcend that limitation that you do not see, hear, smell and taste but you are still there, if this happens to you, you would understand what I am telling you that time is fast, because there is time, there is space. So what happens, the time that you know due to the cyclical movements is called kala in India. So what is kala also means darkness. Space is always dark, isn't it? We are using the same word to represent both time and space because space is born out of time. And you understand time only because of the cyclical nature. But if you know time, which is beyond cyclical movements of whatever, physical entities, then we say you know Mahakala, a greater time which is not of cyclical nature. So if you touch this dimension called Mahakala or Mahakala, in Tamil we are Mahakalam, if you touch that dimension, then There is no time for you. It's not that you travel in time, there's simply no time for you. There's no such thing as time for you. Everything is here and now.